Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. With me, as always, is one Mr. Charles W. Luscious Bryant. We call him Chuckers. He calls me Compass Head. And this is Stuff You Should Know. Welcome. How's it going, Chuck? Dude, that may be the best intro ever. Thank you. It's the fact that I'm not wearing pants right now. I think I, yes. I feel very free and easy. Compass head. And a little sweaty, actually. Okay, then. So, Chuck, have you ever had warts? Did you have warts when you were a kid? Um, I have had two incidences of warts. Currently, I have a wart on my, uh, sort of near my knee. Oh, I'm so glad you said knee. And it's been there a long time, and it's not one of those real gnarly ones that sticks up, you know, out yeah. into the universe. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. like pretty small and yeah. not a big deal. And then I had planner's warts when I was yeah. like 15. Have you ever had those? No, I haven't. These are the Do warts. Do they make it tough to walk? Oh, dude, it's awful. Do they hurt? Really, really painful. I didn't know that. Yeah, they grow up into your foot instead of out. And it I think I caught it from my brother because he had it and when he was at Georgia Tech. Your brother was dirty? Dirty, dirty, Scott. And uh, it that, was... Wait, the handsome one that Christina Ricci likes? Oh, yeah. He's okay. like a male model, that gotcha. guy. Um, it was great growing up in his shadow, too, because he's like oh, way yeah. smarter than me yeah. and slim and trim. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and happy birthday, by the way, to my brother. Oh, happy birthday, Scott. Can I say that? And uh, uh, Molly Edmonds. Happy birthday, Molly. Fellow writer. Yeah. That aside, I had planner's warts, and it's really, really painful, and I had them burned off, and uh, that was painful. Yeah, with the uh, frozen uh, liquid nitrogen. Yes, sir. I have been through that experience, too. Yeah. I, I had warts on like my fingers, on my elbows here or there when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, every once in a while, like they just kind of pop up, and yeah. my mom would be like, let's go to the, uh, well, I guess, the dermatologist. Right, and quit picking up frogs. <laughs> yeah. Were you told that? Not quite. I had a pretty good story, but yes, I, I, I have heard that toads specifically cause warts. I've heard that as well. It's not true. No, it is not. Let's start. Let's, well, so, wow, wow, every bit of segue just fell away. Star like, you just, you just got rid of an entire page of this article <laughs> with that. Well, that's because we don't plan this stuff out. <laughs> uh, wait, do you want to talk about Australia? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Australia has a, a pretty big problem right now. Right, probably more than one, but this this one we're talking about is well. Yeah, they're in the grip of like a horrible drought still, aren't aren't they? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, and it's hitting their bread basket too. Right in the bread basket. Um, Yeah, what they have this one problem is with the uh, giant cane toad, right? Buffo marinus, and I love that buffo. It sounds like a giant cane toad name, right? Sure. So these things get to be like two pounds. Which is pretty substantial for a toad. Yeah, that, huge. Would, that would scare me. Well, back in 1935, um, the, the, the Australian government imported 101 uh, giant cane toads from Hawaii. I love that it was one-on-one. Yeah. It's like they gathered 100, and then there must have been like one lucky frog. They'd... Yeah, they're like, you come too. Come on. Right. Let's go to Australia, kid. Um, so, yeah, they imported them to Queensland from Hawaii. And actually, these things are indigenous to uh, Central and South America, right. but apparently they can live in Hawaii too, right? Evidently. Um, and they, they, the reason they imported them was to fight this um, giant cane beetle. Right. No, not giant cane beetle, just a plain old cane beetle. Sure. Uh, and apparently giant cane toads like to eat cane beetles. Makes sense. So they, they, Australia had a big infestation in their croplands with these cane beetles, so they imported the giant cane toads, mm-hmm. and the giant cane toads did absolutely nothing to 
eradicate the cane beetle. Right. I, I think a lot of times when you introduce a species, a non-native species to an area, mm-hmm. thinking it will uh, accomplish some feat, mm-hmm. it usually ends up backfiring. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Kind of like kudzu here in the south. Yeah. But that one wasn't, that, that was a, a a gift actually from our Japanese friends. Well, thanks for that. In the 30s. Well, they keep it under control over there, but here in the right. south, it just grows like know, kudzu. It grows like kudzu, right, yeah. And uh, for those friends of ours who are listening that have never been to the southeastern United States, this stuff can take over a 150-foot-tall oak yeah, and kill it, it swallow it whole. It's it amazing. looks like ivy it, it if does. you've never seen it. It looks a lot like ivy. But it also has this kind of creepy quality like, I'm killing this tree. Check it out. Right. And you can't do anything to kill this stuff. Yeah. And it's out of control. So I guess what we're trying to say is please help us. <laughs> Send help. Um, so anyway, the giant cane toad did nothing to eradicate the cane beetle. And <laughs> yeah. even worse, they apparently are prolific lovers. Yes. Because since 1935, that 101 original cane toads uh, turned into the billions. There right. are billions of cane toads in Australia now. Literally overran the, the entire country. Yeah. And continent. Here's the most unsettling part. They are slowly hopping toward civilization right perth and then sydney Mm -hmm. and i mean isn't that just a creepy thought billions of toads like slowly coming your way have you ever seen the documentary no there was an awesome documentary it's really old um called cane toads and unnatural history by uh, a documentarian named mark lewis and it's kind of one of these classic documentaries now yeah, it's sort of like Grey Gardens. It's taken on like this cult following. <laughs> yes, which is our producer Jerry's uh, favorite movie of all time. Grey Gardens? Yeah. Really? You didn't know that? We've had like this conversation eight times. I don't remember that. I just watched that this past weekend, though, for the first time. I've never seen it either. It was unsettling. I thought a bit long, and I'm looking forward to the HBO movie. Starring version. one Ms. Drew Barrymore and one Ms. Jessica Lang, right? Right. And yeah. this is so like such a segue, but anyway. Well, for, well let me say this since we're or on not it. a segue, but a sidebar. Uh, a tangent. Yes. This is highly tangential. And this is a tangent on a tangent. One of my friends named Bo Kelly um, actually apparently had a ring that he lent to the people who made this HBO remake. Really? And the guy, whoever the character is that plays the piano for the women a lot, uh-huh. he wears the ring in most of these scenes. That is weird. Isn't it weird? I just found that out yesterday. And I don't know how it pertains to anything, but there you go. Okay, so back to giant cane toads. Right. Billions of them is where we left off, and they are moving toward the big city. Right. And uh, the problem is they have no natural predators, right? Right, which is why. And even worse, the, the predators that are around Australia haven't figured out that they shouldn't mess with these cane toads. Right. Because what happens is the the, the giant cane toads are highly toxic. Yes. Um, they emit uh, a cocktail of 14 toxins. Right. Um, from the warts on their back, mm-hmm. which are actually glands, right? That's right. That's We should say that again. The warts on a frog are glands. Are They're glands. not warts. Right. But that's where you get the impression that a, a toad can give you warts. Sure. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so things like crocodiles, dingoes, all sorts of other animals are being killed by picking up these giant cane toads right. who get scared, secrete this toxin, and then all of a sudden some alligators belly up. Yeah. And right? I'm sure a two-pound cane toad looks like a, a nice meal for a oh, dingo. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Were I not aware of their toxins, I'd eat one. Sure. I'd cook it first, but sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, the, the, as big a problem as these cane toads are posing uh, the Australians right now, um, one thing they're not going to do is cause warts. There was our segue that you ruined earlier. But now it's it's all good. 
right? Am I forgiven? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So toads absolutely do not cause warts. We can say that with 100% factual. Yeah. And do you know how we know that? Um, science? Science. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, what science has told us is that um, since toads don't actually have warts, they have glands. Right. And we know that actually it's the human Pavlova virus. Yes. That uh, causes warts. HPV, better known as HPV. Yeah. Uh, And since toads don't secrete HPV, toads can't give you warts. There you go. Yeah. So that's it. Should we just pack it up? No. Should we talk about HPV? Let's talk about HPV, which may ring a bell for people because there's been a huge push, but it was really prominent in 2006 and 2007 to get mandatory inoculations for young girls right. against HPV. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of people are affected by HPV. Um, they estimate 20 million people in the U.S. alone are infected with some form of HPV, and there are about 100 different types of HPV. Right. And some of them are worse than others. Like the HPV inoculation that, that, um, that the government was – or the state governments are uh, pushing for. Uh-huh. Uh, inoculates against the strain that uh, gives you cervical cancer, which is the biggest threat HPV poses a, a person. Right. There's slightly lesser ones like genital warts, which won't kill you, but it's not pleasant. Mm, and good luck finding a, a partner for that one. Yeah. I mean, those two words together don't uh, make people feel good in general. That's why I was glad you said you, your wart was near your knee. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it can cause genital warts. And, of course, HPV can also cause... Good old-fashioned regular warts. Yes, I can. But that, can I say a little aside about that push for sure. HPV inoculations? Oh, well, yeah, I think you know. Isn't this interesting? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. <laughs> um, but basically, in 2006, 2007, that huge push to get um, girls inoculated as part of like a, the mumps, rubella, you, if you want to go to school, you have to get an HPV inoculation. Mm-hmm. Um at the forefront of this push was a group called Women in Government. Right, WIG. Yes, and they are this huge assemblage of female uh, elected officials, uh-huh. which is fine, and they, they, they took up the cause. And, so far, so good. Right. Um, the problem is, is it was revealed that a large proportion of uh, WIG's funding was coming from Merck. Merck's the pharmaceutical company, and they are the only ones who have an FDA-approved HPV inoculation on the market. Right, Gardasil. So if all 50 states started passing mandatory HPV inoculation legislation, then Merck stands to gain quite a bit because right. there's no competition for yeah, it. Yeah, there you have it. That kind of set things back a little bit, but as of, I think, uh, 2008, there were 41 different state legislatures that um, had uh, bills on the floor, if not already passed, mandating that girls have to get um, HPV inoculations. Right, and 19 states have already enacted them. Good enough. There you go. Absolutely. So the same thing that can give you cervical cancer can also give you warts. Right. Most people can walk around with HPV and not even know it, may not even have common warts, right? Right. But if you do get common warts, what's what's going on there, Chuck? Well, I mean, usually their warts are going to be on your hands and fingers, um, and aside from the way it looks, because warts kind of have a negative connotation. Sure. Physically. Uh, but aside from the aesthetics of it, there's really no threat that they pose. They're not uh, cancerous. Which is weird because all cancer is is uncontrolled growth. Right. And all a ward is is uncontrolled cellular growth. Yeah, it is weird. But they eventually stop growing. I guess a tumor never stops growing until it's dealt with. Right. And warts can absolutely spread from one person to another, even through shared objects. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have to go, like, if you had a wart on your cheek, 
I don't have to go and lick your your wart right now no. for me to get it. All you have to do is come in contact with your dirty older brother, and bam, you got warts. <laughs> right. Yeah. I totally got it from him. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, you can even get it off of sharing a bath towel with somebody with warts. It's a it's a hardy virus. Yeah. Big yeah. Um, so uh, the other problem is is although warts do eventually stop growing, when they die, yeah, they slough off. And which spreads. So, like, if you ever have warts, like a wart on your finger, you can probably look forward to getting warts on other fingers nearby or mm-hmm. very close by. The, this life cycle, it's um, it's not never ending. Eventually, your body will produce the antibodies needed to ward right. off the warts. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to wait longer, longer times than others. Right. But right? they will eventually go away, which is good to know. So, what do you what do you do if you want to get rid of your warts? You don't feel like waiting around for your body to catch up and get rid of them right well you can take some nail clippers i'm just kidding absolutely don't do that uh what you can do is uh what we were talking about earlier you can freeze them off it's called cryotherapy and that's when they use the uh liquid nitrogen Mm -hmm. and there are also some uh over-the-counter home remedies that have uh salicyclic is how you pronounce that yeah that's how salicyclic acid as the active ingredient and uh, both of these methods basically will create a blister around the uh, area of the wart, yeah. and then that will be shed once the blister falls off. So the blister falls off, and basically what you're doing is you're making your skin react in such a way that it covers up the wart so it mm-hmm. can't spread. Right. And then when the blister falls off, because it goes underneath the wart and mm-hmm. over the wart and along the sides, it basically encapsulates it, then your blister eventually goes away, but it takes the wart with it. Right. That's kind of gross. It is gross, and it's really simple and basic. It is. Very it basic. It works, and it's it's kind of uh, elegant in its simplicity. Sure. Yeah? And I know uh, if, if it's really bad, you can opt for... Uh, Laser surgery um, and prescription treatments. If if you have genital warts, you might want to go that route. Well, no. If you if your common warts don't work very well, uh-huh. if you have genital warts, they're going to give you prescription medicine. Right. But if your common warts aren't responding to like cryotherapy or anything, they oh, okay. may give you the prescription for genital warts because right. it's hardcore stuff, I imagine. Or zap them with a laser. Right. Which or they do for everything nowadays. I love that. Just hit it with just a laser. hit it with a laser <laughs> you know? and over the vest. Right. Yeah. There's also something called a blister beetle. Oh, and yeah, it lives right. up to its name, right? So uh-huh. they figured out how to extract a certain toxin from the blister beetle, which causes a blister reaction in human skin. And basically it does the same thing as, um, you know, whatever. What was the first thing you said that creates a blister, the cryotherapy? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing except it's it's natural. Right. <laughs> because it's a beetle extract. Sure. And some people are into that. Like Spanish fly. Yes. Which is not good for warts. No. Or anything. No. So, uh, Chuck, let's see. Uh, oh, did you want to mention that one uh, That one old wives' tale, what to do if you have warts? Yeah, I'd never heard of this, actually. Yeah. So good on you. Thanks. Um, apparently, <laughs> burying a cat at midnight is one of the wives' tales that you could... And does that mean uh, burying a live cat? I checked that out, and no, it's a dead cat. Okay, so burying a dead cat at yeah. midnight will get rid of your warts. Obviously, this isn't true. <laughs> Burying a live cat? Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> it's like, meow, no, meow, this won't really work, meow. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, where would you find a dead cat as well? I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, I guess you could, yeah. 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 The whole thing is just not true. I it's thought just about silly. that. That is kind of unsettling. And, and that, that's one of the old wives' That's tales. like a billion frogs approaching a civilization unsettling. Yeah. Like, how do you get a dead cat? You should watch a documentary. It's awesome. I totally will. It's really we'll, good. We'll go watch it after this because I don't feel like working any longer today. Me neither. So uh, I guess that's about it. Oh, even though even though uh, toads won't give you warts, you probably shouldn't pick them up anyway. Oh, yeah. Because toads like to pee all over your hand. Yeah. 
which might not hurt you, but it's kind of gross. So it is. So you should probably just leave the toads alone, unless they're hallucinogenic, and then you can lick them to your heart's content. Yeah. I think every time I've picked up a frog or a toad, it's peed in my hand. Really? You're not going to COA on that hallucinogenic toad endorsement? No. I like uh, frogs and stuff. I think they're kind of cool. Okay. I'll pick well, them there up. There you have it. Nice. I won't lick them, though. Oh, you won't? Okay. New. No. All right. So uh, that's it. Go forth and tell everyone. Actually, punch someone in the neck the next time they tell you toads can give you warts. Right. Unless it's your mother, and then you should show more respect than that. Absolutely. So you want to do a little pluggy plug? Uh, sure. Let's do it. Okay. Um, shall we plug the audio spoken word? We've been doing we've been doing it like that first, and then the the blog. So let's just do the blog, and then do the spoken word. Let's switch it up a little bit, pal. And you're blowing my mind. Oh no. Uh, yeah. By now, most of you probably know we have a blog. A web blog on our uh, internet site, HowStuffWorks.com. You can find it on the right side of the homepage, and it's called Stuff You Should Know. Mm -hmm. And Josh and I post, and we talk about cool things, and we've been interacting with the fans, and um, it's been a good experience, and I hope it continues to grow. we got some great fans, don't we? We do. Really smart people, and it's one of the few blogs I've seen so far where the comments don't uh, take a, a... a bad turn and people don't start fighting with each other. And no, we've only had one, right? That yeah. one Nazi reference? Yeah. What and, was uh, that? Oh, he was some crackpot. Okay. So it's all very above board and we're, we're real pleased about that. Gotcha. Good. Nicely done, Chuck. Thanks. And now... You want me to do the spoken word thing? Yes. So if you don't know by now, Chuck and I and Jerry uh, produced our first spoken word album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is called The Stuff You Should Know Super Stuff Guide to the Economy. And it is jam-packed with information about economics, the economy, all sorts of bells and whistles. There's chickens. There's um, cows. There's grocery stores. We go to New York. We go to China. Yep. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, Yeah. I like it, Chuck. I have to say I like it. Yeah. I was terrified that it was going to be awful. Mm -hmm. Um, And it came out really well, I think. And it's up up for sale on iTunes for $3.99. Yeah. Just type uh, Super Stuff into the iTunes store search bar. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that should be the first thing that comes up. Yeah. And uh, you want to download it. That's cool with us. Um, Yeah. It it is cool. The more people who download it, the more likely it's going to be that we'll be able to do another one. Yeah. Which we're hoping to do very soon. So keep an eye out for that, too. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess that's it, right? Well, we got a little uh, chimey, chimey time. All right, listener mail. Okay, Chuck, what you got, buddy? I have uh, two quick emails, uh, and I'm just going to call this Funny Fans. Okay. And let me add real quick that for those of you who email in, I respond to your emails, and if you have not gotten an answer from me, and it's been more than a couple of weeks, and that means it has gone into a junk mail uh, situation, and... I apologize. I don't know why that happens if it's in my junk mail settings, but I'm not ignoring you. So if you feel like sending it again, please do, and I'll get back to you. Nice, Chuck. Having said that, uh, this was a great one from Alex in uh, Germany. Hey, guys. I'm a student from Germany, and I really enjoy your podcast. Last year, I went to college in California, and listening to you explain stuff makes me very nostalgic on top of much smarter. On numerous occasions, however, you have mentioned... The Germans. The Germans. I have nothing to complain about historic facts, but as an avid learner of the English language, I feel made fun of. It's true that I am obese, I wear lederhosen, and I have a huge mustache, but my pronunciation of TH is flawless. Greetings from the motherland, Alex. The Germans. So Alex had a very good sense of humor about that. Yeah, and we should probably say that's a, uh, a reference to, what, Snatch, right? Oh, is it? 
Are you serious? You haven't known what I was doing the whole time? No, I had no idea. Have you not seen Snatch? Yeah, it's been a while. You though. know Jason Statham? Uh huh. Yeah, his his character. He says that. He uh, he goes yes the Germans. I, no I do a terrible impression of it, but that's what I'm doing. I have no idea. Oh. So I'm wearing. Yeah, I feel misunderstood. All right, and this is our uh, other funny fan, our very strange friend, our oddball crackpot friend from Seattle, and this isn't even his real name, so I can say it. Martin S. Van Nostren, a.k.a. King Buck A. Fart. <laughs> is this Hijackalope guy? Yeah. Nice. And he, he is awesome. This guy writes us quite a bit, and he's made songs for us, and uh, I checked out his website, which he didn't want us to plug, so I won't. But, can we um, talk about it? Can we mention the song? Um, I think we can mention the song. Yeah, he he made a song, 14 seconds long. It's on his album, right? Mm, it's, called, yeah. it's called Stuff You Should Know, and it's awesome. It is. It's metal. Yeah. It's awesome. And this guy is just one of the great uh, strange folks that yeah. I've, I've been in contact with, and we love oddballs because we're oddballs. So he writes in, this is just one of his emails, uh, I really do prefer stuff from your pod rather than the rest. Maybe it's your sterling personality or maybe it's your aluminum wit. No offense to the other pods, but they seem to be the entertainment equivalent of rice cakes. You know they're good for you, but they're too dang dry. Thanks for the excellent show. That's, that is all I listen to now. Well, that and Mongolian throat singing, which is a real thing, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, you can do, like, two different tones at once. Pretty cool. Well, they can. Uh, keep up the good work, and don't be ashamed of your rainbow suspenders. If you could do me one favor, and we usually don't do this, so please don't write in and ask us to say hi to people, but we are in this case. If you could tell my old lady, Leah, that she's the best around on air, that'd be cool. But please sing it like the song from The Karate Kid by Joe Esposito called You're the Best Around. It's totally cheese ball. And, uh, Chuck, do it. You remember the song? I have the MP3. So, Leah, uh, old lady of uh, Van Nostren, mm-hmm. you're the best around. Nothing's ever going to keep you down. So that's it. That's nice. all we will do. And uh, you are one of our favorite fans and a really cool, funny guy. Yeah. Thank you so to everybody for, for writing in. Uh, whether we've read your fan mail or not, your letters, your correspondence means a lot to us. It does. And uh, if you want to write us again and you lost our email or you have never tried it before and your fingers are feeling froggy, you can send us an email to stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?